Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to your day later, Victory Monday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Monday, January 10th. Gordon, good, not a bit, and lost the ball. Gordon fumbles, and it's picked up. Nick Bolton, the former Missouri Tiger with a game-changing play. A scoop and score. That was the deciding play from Saturday's 28-24 win over the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs did all they could to try and land a first-round bye on Saturday evening in Denver. It wasn't a pretty win by the Chiefs, but it did get the job done, ensuring they would be no lower than the number two seed heading into the AFC postseason. And as it turns out, that's where they will stay. The Chiefs needed help on Sunday from the Houston Texans to have a chance at avoiding wildcard weekend. And though the Texans did in fact show up and make it an entertaining game, they could not get it done as Houston head coach David Culley made a questionable decision to challenge a pretty clear Titans first down. That burned the Texans' final timeout late in the fourth quarter. And they never saw the ball again as the Titans won 28 to 24 to lock up the number one seed and first round bye in the AFC. Now, there was a major upset in the AFC on Sunday, just not the one that Chiefs fans were looking for. The Jaguars upset the Colts, effectively eliminating them from the postseason and opening up the door for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They took down the Ravens 16 to 13 in overtime. And in doing so, the Steelers clinched the number seven seed and will now take on the Chiefs just a few weeks after getting totally dominated by Kansas City in a 36-10 loss. Chiefs and Steelers will get prime time on Sunday night, 7.15 p.m. Arrowhead time. As the Chiefs get ready for the Steelers, there are injuries to watch. Tyreek Hill was limited in Saturday's contest with a heel injury. He suffered the injury in pregame warm-ups. Darrell Williams hurt his toe during the game. He did not return in the second half. Given the Chiefs' injury situation, they could have used the bye, but now they will have to make do with playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the wildcard round. That was a big play. I mean, that was a big play by a big-time player. Um, and Nick and then uh, Melvin make it a heck of a play to, to get, force that thing loose. And so <clears throat> I, I said earlier, but uh, that's why we brought Melvin over here. I mean, to make plays like that. And uh, he made a big play for us. Nick picked it up. He almost went down, but he got, got away to the end zone. We mentioned the ugly nature of the Saturday performance from the Chiefs, but good teams make big plays when the game is on the line. And the Chiefs did just that in a game they easily could have lost. Defensive end Melvin Ingram has a chance to be the NFL's midseason edition of the year. Linebacker Nick Bolton struggled early during his rookie season, but he has become an extremely important part of this Chiefs defense as the season has gone on. And what could have been a throwaway Week 18 game, a game-changing play by Bolton is something Chiefs fans will likely remember for a very long time. Oh, uh, yeah, so I just uh, come off the edge. Uh, Coach Bass got a great blitz. Uh, I, D- I D- lineman uh, Mel Ingram, 
I uh, went ahead and got vertical penetration. I uh, got a TFL, uh, cost a fumble. And so from then on, I just, I just scoop and score. Uh, and I got some teammates, gave me some great blocks heading into the end zone and just trying to get to the end zone from there. Bolton's emergence as the team's leading tackler has changed the middle of that Chiefs defense, and it seemed only fitting that he was the beneficiary of a fantastic play by Ingram. This certainly wasn't an ideal overall performance by the Chiefs defense, but with the game on the line and the Broncos driving for what looked like could be a game-sealing score, the Chiefs' fresh playmakers in 2021 made that game-changing play. Oh yeah, Mel, since he came in here, I've been a great vet in the room. Um, coming in every single day trying to get better, uh, trying to improve himself and, and help our defense become better. And so having a guy like that come in uh, midseason uh, and bring that what he brings to the football team uh, is, is special. So um, he keeps going out there making plays, communicating, uh, putting, getting us in the best position as possible as well. So uh, that's credit off to him for coming in midseason to be able to do that. Um, and just uh, in terms of 17-game seasons and stuff like that, um, this uphill battle just taking week by week, day by day. That's kind of, kind of how you got to do it. Uh, kind of talk to fellow rookies who kind of doing the same thing and just trying to come in every single day uh, and put the best on the table and let the rest take care of itself. As Kansas City pursues a third straight Super Bowl trip, fans will look back to the late season signings in past years, like the signing of Terrell Suggs that helped win the Super Bowl. If the Chiefs can find that type of success in this year's postseason, it will no doubt have to do with high-impact plays from someone like Melvin Ingram, who's been a huge part of this midseason turnaround. Ingram was acquired from the Steelers for a six-round pick, and now he will have the opportunity to end their season in the wild card round. Yeah, I just, I just feel like we haven't had that complete game yet. Uh, offense, defense, special teams. Um, and we have the players. You see, week, week in and week out, you see the defense have a great game. You see the offense have a great game. You see special teams have a great game. Um, and I think when we when we all come together and, and have that, that game or the run of games, uh, that we're a team that we can win as much as we want to win. Um, and so uh, we're going into the playoffs, into a tough division, AFC. Uh, it's going to be tough, tough games every week that we play, and we're going to have to find a way to play our best football at the right time of the season. We tend to agree with Patrick Mahomes when he says the Chiefs are still looking for that complete game performance. This has been a strange season with huge ups and downs on both sides of the ball. During last year's regular season, the Chiefs seemed to be a little uninterested at times, and this year has been filled with weak spots the Chiefs have had to overcome. There's a lack of truly elite teams in the AFC this year, so Kansas City is right there when it comes to who might emerge out of the conference. Like, damn, finally, man, I finally got a hundred, you know? Damn, like, <laughs> excuse my language, but yeah, it's been a long time since um, I've seen a hundred yards. I think back to South Carolina and Georgia, last time I seen a hundred yards. So um, uh, it, it's, a, it's a great achievement. Um, it's something to definitely be proud about, especially that you got the win. Um, so hopefully I can get some more of those. Um, but just know I'm happy about those, about that hunting right there. Yeah, just one more point on the Broncos game before we move on to the postseason. It's year number three of McCole Hardman's career, and it's hard to believe that this was his first 100-yard receiving game. The explosive wide receiver finally hit the mark in a game in which the Chiefs had to adapt on the fly after Tyreek Hill suffered that pregame heel injury. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid didn't act like it was a serious injury, and in Week 18, it might have been the Chiefs just playing it safe with Hill. But Hardman answered the call and led the Chiefs receiving group. For a player who's been under scrutiny for the lack of production he's had in his first three seasons, it was really nice to see him show up in a huge game in which they needed him to produce. Perhaps the Chiefs plan to use Hardman more extensively in the postseason coming up this 
weekend. That's it for the Arrowhead Drive on this Victory Monday, January 10th. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, we've got Out of Structure, where Matt and Ron will take your questions. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Wednesday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.